0: So how do we deal with frustration in our lives? Now, frustration is something that can be just around the corner for many of us. We can actually feel it right now in this moment. It can actually lay dormant within us until the circumstances in our life change. And with the change in circumstances, we realize, actually, I've been frustrated for a vast period of my life. Now, the reason why I'm drawn to this area at the moment is because I have had a injury about eight to 10 weeks ago, and normally I run a lot. I run maybe 20 to 30 miles a week, and I've had an ankle injury, and I've not been able to um, run or cycle, so no cardio, really. I can still do like body weight training and stuff like that, which is something, but the period of time of body weight training you can't do as much. And also it's not steady paced. It's just a bit more complicated. So what's happened is that during that period, I've realized that I've been feeling very frustrated. And if I'm being honest, that feeling has probably been within me my whole life. And because the circumstances have recently changed, that feeling or that sentiment has has come to the top of my mind. Now, the first thing that I do when something like this happens is I look up What's the opposite of how I'm feeling? So what is the opposite of frustration? And it appears that that feeling is satisfaction. So something that I initially tried to do was, okay, so when I'm feeling frustrated, can I think of times in my life when I've been satisfied? And that would help. It would reduce the feeling in the moment and it would just allow me to just get back to to my center, to to feel centered again, and I thought I need to explore this a bit more because I realised that this frustration's been part of me for, as I've mentioned earlier, a long time. So I, I decided to do some meditative practices on this, which I'll be sharing in future episodes. I'm actually creating a meditation chamber in uh, in a room that I have here, so that I'm able to have my own space, and I'm going to set up video equipment so I can actually demonstrate the meditative practices that I do. So I decided to explore this frustration. I went back to my childhood and I cleared a lot of these frustrated feelings away from me in my life. So I go back to a childhood story that I have or childhood memory and I think back to what was going on at that time and I'd look at it as an adult and I would almost rationalize the emotion so that I would calm down and that has the effect of making you calmer in your modern day life and it's a very important meditative practice for me it's very uh, potent over the last sort of decade of my life so i did that as well and again it helped but this feeling of frustration kept coming back so i thought okay this obviously needs a different way of looking at it so i thought about it logically what what normally happens is i go running And when I'm running, I think about things that are frustrating me, annoying me, making me angry. And I use that to propel myself. So I'll be running along or jogging quite slowly sometimes. I'll think of something that annoys me or frustration. And that energizes me. Normally, I feel it in my my jaw, especially if it's um, frustration. And then I would just breathe into it. And then that would energize me and I'd find myself running or sprinting. Again, I'll, I'll do a running when my ankle's better. I'll do a video actually demonstrating how to do that. Because again, it's, it's, it's really nice. It's a, it's a really good um, ritual for running. So I looked at it and I thought, okay, if I peel the layers back here, what's really going on? So I'm venting this frustration through running. And now running's been taken away from me. What, what does that leave me with? And the answer is I didn't have another coping mechanism, clearly. like Otherwise, I would have automatically started doing it. So this eight, 10-week period is very challenging for me. And I recognize that ultimately with emotions or my experience of these, there's a few things you can do. You go back and clear it from your past. You can manage it in the moment or you can channel it into something. And if you imagine that frustration, anger, Rage, like any of these emotions, you can channel them into sport, but you can also channel them into other areas of your life, such as art, writing. I actually tried writing and that was quite helpful. Again, it was a little bit helpful, but not really helpful. But if you're a writer, then something that you can do is to channel that emotion into writing because it's an energy. So the point I'm making here is that the way in which I managed to deal with this frustration in my life is to. Channel it into something else. So rather than use that energy into running, I decided to put that energy into creating more episodes like this, more video podcasts. So the video element of this podcast only just been launched, and I was planning on recording a couple of week, couple of weeks, sorry. And I realised that actually, in the current situation I'm in, I can use that energy to record loads more now, either to schedule them in advance or perhaps to create even more content. And here's what happened. As soon as I made that decision, my mind started to focus on myself physically doing that action, physically recording more. And what was happening was my mind almost calmed instantaneously because it realized, or at least this is what I think, it realized that that energy was no longer going to be stored and create problems in my life. That energy was going to be recycled. And I'm a huge fan of, you know, giving back everything that you've got to give and some, if you can, in your life. And I realized that, you know, I was giving a lot to running. Now I can't do that. It gives me the opportunity to now give back in this platform instead. Now, a couple of things on this, you know, if you're someone that really does suffer suffer from frustration and, and other emotions, it's important that you do something that can stay around. So that's really classified as art. So in my experience, anything that out can outlive you would be art because it demonstrates a period at this moment in time. It could be photography, it could be video, it could be audio, it could be writing, it could be anything creative that's, that can stand the test of time. And the way of working it out is if you die, is it still around? If the answer is yes, then that is art. And it's timeless as opposed to us, which are time bound creatures that eventually obviously will pass away. So ideally, if you're going to channel emotions, it needs to be into something. Sports, obviously, something slightly different where you can channel that into your physical and mental well-being. That's the number one for me. And obviously, the second way is to channel that into artwork. And as I say, you can paint how you feel. You can keep um, a written journal you can draw how you feel. These are all different ways of giving something back creatively with that energy that you have. And it just so happens that for me personally, my ideal form of self-expression is speaking. I'm a professional speaker and I've been doing it for roughly 10 years. So I already have the vocabulary and the means with the audio and the video equipment to just press record and to just channel that into helping other people and hopefully helping you as you watch this video. So just to sum up what I'm speaking about in this episode is that if you are suffering from emotions and they've got a little bit out of control, they're a little bit too too strong, you want to look at channeling them. And obviously, my, the ideal way for me is through sport. But if you can't do that, can you create some, some kind of artwork? Can you give something back? That will last longer than the way that we as time bound creatures can survive in this planet. And if you can represent some form of truth, which is a representation of an exact period in time, then that is going to help you to create your artwork even better. And and arguably, I've spoken about this many times before, but the more you speak truth, the, 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 the closer you get to seeing truth. As your life progresses, you're you're peeling back those layers and you're getting closer and closer to truth. Interestingly enough, I was reading uh, Carl Jung's autobiography, which is a must read for for anyone who's into their self-development. It's a challenging book to read and it really gives you the best sense of learning towards the end when it all comes together. But one of the things that he speaks about is that he found a certain period in his life that he would self-express through drawing mandalas. Now, a mandala is that circular object that you see that's almost got a circle in the middle and it's got like loads of colors and maybe some flowers and line designs on the outside moving towards the self in the center. And Carl Jung was a big fan of drawing mandalas as a way of accessing levels closer to truth or self-expressing how he feels. And again, this is something that I've always wanted to delve into and... Never really had the, the energy or the time. And again, with my recent situation, it's enabling me with the extra energy that I've got to have a go at it. So actually, again, uh, in the future, what I'm going to be doing is recording some, some videos showing you how to draw mandalas and how to use them as a way of getting closer to who you are as an individual and getting closer to your essence so that you can stop wasting time, stop getting burnt out, stop getting stressed And start to actually get a bit more relaxed and more calm as a human being. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If there's something that you would specifically like me to do a video on, whether it's self-development based or dating related, then please leave a comment in the section below. And do not forget to subscribe so you get all of my latest content.